0: What's up to all my freelancers and creatives, this is Nathan and here is the highly anticipated yearly review as well as my goals for 2018. So here we are, we are already in 2018. As it pertains to me making this video and talking about my goals, I like to use January as a planning month and then the rest of the year it's just execution on what it is that I've been planning. Every year I make it a point to make an annual review because really for me, it's like time travel. I get to say what I'm thinking, share my thoughts, and in the future when I forget all the thoughts that I have right now, I get a chance to go back in time and listen to my past self talk about it. I'm not the only one who does yearly reviews like this. There are a few others that I've learned a ton from just hearing about their creative experiences as well as were they able to meet their goal setting. To name a few, uh, Adam Clark had an excellent yearly review. Justin Jackson had a great one as well as Nathan Berry and then Levi Allen over there at left coast. You know, shared his in video form and just summarized how the year went. So, really hearing from different creatives, uh, it really just helps to frame, you know, where are you at and it really helps to frame how can you get better each year. So, I'm making this video to help you out just so you can see how things go with my life and my business. But I would also encourage you to make a video of your own. Whether it's a video, blog post, write some things down just so that you know what your goals were and how close are you to tracking to make them a reality. You know, I've heard it said that if you have a goal, it's not real until you write it down. So when you write it down, that's when it finally becomes a goal and it's something you can look at, check back on, and make sure you're moving towards reaching that goal. So I'm gonna break this down in three parts. Uh, The first part, I'm gonna talk about what went well. Uh, The second part, I'm gonna talk about what I wished was better. And then lastly, I'm going to talk about going forward, what's going to happen in 2018 and how it's going to play out. So the first thing that went well is learning. I learned a ton in 2017 and I really categorized 2016 as well as 2017 as years of learning. And really for me, it was a transition because um, I spent a lot of time working on my business and freelancing. But uh, last year, I took some time to take a step back and actually focus on my business. What are those areas that could be improved upon? Sure, I can get clients. Sure, I can work with them, but are those the right clients? Am I in the right niche? Um, Niche or niche, depending on where you're from. Um, Am I in the right one? Do I need to reorganize? Yes, I learned web design, but is that what I need to do? Um, Do I need to transition and add some more skills or just focus on one thing and not do so much for the clients that I had so just many questions that I had and I really spent a lot of time learning. A big thing about the process of learning is I had to ask myself a tough question and that tough question was is everything going as planned and the reason why this is a tough question is you can only answer this honestly when you're willing to be honest with yourself and admit failure. So when I'm looking at if things went well, I have to ask myself, was I able to meet a goal and why not? Did I fail? And I had to come to terms with that failure and accept that failure because I realized, at least in my business, I was continually doing things. Not because I knew or thought it was inefficient, but I was continually doing them because I didn't want to admit that it was not working. So Me continually to do things that really didn't lead to any progress. You know, for me, it was, I had to come to terms with to say, this is not working and I need to try something else or switch something else. And learning was a big part of that. So I I spent a lot of time learning to see how can I make certain things work in my business. I discovered a secret weapon last year, and that is the public library. When I was in Seattle, I found out they had an awesome public library. I went there and when you're a member of the public library, you get tons of benefits that you wouldn't think are normal. So I asked myself, I wonder in Houston if they have benefits and it turns out Houston does. If you get a public library card in Houston, you get access to this digital suite of books. Uh, Not only that, but you also get access to lynda.com to where you can take a number of courses to learn almost anything as it pertains to in the tech world and other areas. For me, this was a big deal because I saw many books that I've purchased available for free in this digital suite of tools just because I had a free library card. So when I saw that and I noticed that all this learning was available at no extra cost to me, All I had to do was devote the time to it, so I learned a lot. As it pertains to revenue that I made in 2017, I won't get into all the numbers details because really, the year looked just like the year prior. So 2017 looked a lot like 2016. It was me focusing more on building up my business for scalability and longevity versus uh, getting a whole bunch of clients and trying to make as much money as I can. Whenever I meet with business owners and I consult with them, one of the things I try to tell them is make sure your pricing changes from year to year because you want to work smarter, not harder or longer. So the more expertise you should get, you should be able to provide more value to your clients and you shouldn't need as many clients to reach your financial goals, you know, in the next year. So maybe one year you work with 20 clients to get to a certain point. Uh, Unless you like that pace, what would happen if you just worked with 10 and charged a little more? What would happen if you only worked with five and charged a little more? It may be more difficult to find those five people, but you would be able to devote more time to those five people. So really my business, I'm moving towards quality over quantity. And I had to change some things to make sure it's scalable. And the main thing that I had to discover is Uh, what some people call the trifecta other people call the product triangle other people call it the product spectrum so really the product spectrum is a list of services that you offer your clients that take them from introductory services all the way to your premium offering and you can sell that and there's different prices and there's different tiers for the services that you offer so for me personally as a web designer in the past all i was doing was offering web design service. That was it. It was, do you want to work with me? Yes or no for web design. That was the only option I gave clients. And now realizing the product spectrum, I have more versatility. It's, I wrote a book that can answer your questions specifically about business. You can purchase the book for a low cost. Um, There's an audio book. You can purchase that for a low cost. There is a course you can take to learn certain things from me and i have productized consulting available so there's a strategy call there's a road mapping session and all of that leads to finally if you feel the need to get a custom built web design then you can talk to me about that so now i have multiple options or a menu of options to offer clients and it's just not one big ask there's all these smaller asks that they can do that still provides value but also leads them more towards my premium offer if they so see fit. So every freelancer out there needs a product spectrum. And this year I spent time discovering mine and setting it up. And my business, I have two sides. I have coaching, strategy, and teaching, which is what you're watching right now. But I also have the side over here, which is more um, custom web design services, digital marketing strategy. So... I have various products that serve both audiences right so my product spectrum it looks different with the teaching arm and it looks different on the design arm as well but nevertheless it needs to be there so again as a freelancer start thinking about how to set up your product spectrum and i'm going to do a whole episode about that in 2017 public speaking actually went very well for me i mean i spoke um, outside of houston many different places And every time it was a great conversation and it was great meeting people. But I'll admit this. Most people did not know who I was. and So I showed up. They had low expectations of me, which I guess is good because I wasn't nervous because they had such a low expectation of me. But I showed up and I remember speaking in Seattle. And a guy came up to me and said, I went to a conference last week. And what you said blew them out the water. So he felt like I was entertaining. He felt like I kept his attention. And he just really was encouraging me, saying that he really wishes he could hear me teach on other subjects. So again, um, you don't have to be a renowned expert at public speaking. However, if you want to get into public speaking, you have to be confident. Because when it comes to public speaking, you have to... Pitch a talk that you've developed, and it has to be engaging. It has to hold the audience's attention. It has to be factual as well as personal so you can relate to the audience. So, public speaking, anybody can do it. And uh, some people just take more practice than others. However, I believe it is a tool that every creative needs. The ability to be able to speak publicly and accurately communicate your thoughts or communicate a concept. So for me, I'm encouraged. I want to do more public speaking. And as I mentioned, my product spectrum earlier, that's included in there. So as well as services, another thing that was included is public speaking. I want it to be known that for creative conferences, I'm available to speak and I can talk on any number of topics. And I actually created... A speaker's page so I'll put that in the description in the show notes if you want to check that out look at my speakers page and see how I have it set up I'm really trying to position myself as a public speaker and make things easier for conference organizers so now let's get to what did not go well so really in 2017 what didn't go well for me is uh, let's start out by saying courses I was working on online course Freelance Jumpstart and actually finished the course, and I think it's awesome. However, the one thing that I did notice is I didn't fully roll that course out the right way. And also, when I built the course, uh, I spent a lot of time on the user interface and the design of it, so it looks very good. But then that made me realize, ah, my website doesn't match this new course. So making the course trigger the need to really Uh, refresh my brand and make things better and bring it up to date. So, I had a lot of things to restructure and the course marketing suffered. However, because there's so much value there, I'm still going to market the course this year, but I'm going to take a different angle with it. One thing that did not go well also is email. Um, I definitely wanted to connect with my audience. See me, I'm not trying to build a big email list. I'm not trying to have 5,000 people, 20,000 people and talk about, I have 30,000 people on my email list no that's not really it for me what I want to do what I want to see is I want to make sure that I connect with whoever's on my email list so um, it doesn't matter if it's 300 or 500 I want to be able to have conversations with people on the email list and I can't do that with multiple thousands of people so I want to take an intentional approach but last year I just did not email enough the one bright spot out of it all is I made the switch from MailChimp to ConvertKit and I set up a couple of email sequences and email courses. So I was able to, using automation, email people, but I really want to connect with them and create um, subjects and topics that are relevant to what they really want. So when you join my mailing list, you're not going to get an email blast of the same thing week to week uh, based on what you want to learn that's what you're going to get if you come to the site and you want to learn about pricing your services you're only going to get emails about pricing your services if you want to learn about um, I'm just starting I'm brand new I'm trying to build a business then you're only going to get content based on that you have the freedom to look at other things but as far as email that's all I'm gonna email so you're not just gonna get a whole bunch of things you don't want to see you're only gonna get what you're interested in And that was my goal, and I didn't meet that goal. So in 2018, I got to work towards that again. So going from there, another thing that I wasn't necessarily happy with was uh, podcasting. So uh, in the past, I was podcasting on a weekly basis. 2017, I really was working on my business, so I didn't podcast on a consistent basis. But I can definitely say 2018, I got a lot coming your way. I have a lot coming with the Freelance Jumpstart podcast. There's a new show called Traffic Talk where I'm taking questions and answering them all while driving. It's a pretty cool format of a show that's coming. I have interviews with different creatives that I'm going to release. It's almost like in 2018, I'm just going to make up for all the time that what I didn't really put a lot of things out there for podcasting in 2017. So it's really going to be double, almost triple the output I did previously. So we'll see how that goes. But that's what I'm going to do going forward. Lastly, YouTube. Uh, If you're watching this, you're probably watching it on YouTube. You might be listening to it on the podcast. But either way, if you didn't know, I have a YouTube channel. And you need to check it out. YouTube.com slash Nathan Alote. I have videos from the video podcast. But I also have a whole bunch of other bonus content you might not be aware of. So check that out too. But YouTube, uh, I'll just say this. In 2016, I was putting out weekly content. And my channel grew by about 180 subscribers, right? Okay, so last year in 2017, I took a step back to focus building my business and I put out a few videos, but I still gained 180 followers. So, really, for me, if I gained just as many followers without trying in 2017, What's going to happen when I have triple the output? I'm trying and I'm connecting with people. I think I'm definitely going to cross the threshold of at least a 1,000 subscribers and beyond that. Now, don't be fooled. Somebody may be watching and they say, a 1,000 subscribers? That's not that much. Uh, My audience is fairly big because I have people on Facebook I connect with. I'm in Slack groups. Not only that, but... I have a video podcast that's on YouTube, but also a lot of people listen on audio podcasts as well as the video podcast on iTunes. So audience is bigger than you think. I don't really get caught up on that, but the bigger thing for me is engaged people. I want people I can talk to. Who cares if you have a million subscribers, but you don't get to talk to any of them and you can't keep up. That's the theme for this year. The theme for this year is community and authenticity that's what i want so um, anybody that subscribed to my content i want to be able to talk to you and have conversations so um, but that being said you have to look everything in perspective right now i have about 400 and some subscribers if i cross a thousand i would have more than doubled right so i like that so woo, that was a lot i talked about a lot of things i just wanted to be transparent but i have some goals going forward and i want to make you aware of what those goals are and what i plan to accomplish in 2018 So going forward in 2018 the first thing is I am going to make an audio book uh, I'm gonna do an audio book. That's gonna be the freelance jumpstart book I'm gonna do an audio book with that and I'm going to chronicle the whole process and release that in a series of videos called Road to launch on YouTube So I'll show you the behind the scenes of how to make an audio book um, so you can either use those tools to create an audio book of your own or maybe uh, you want to build that up as a business, and you want to help authors make audiobooks. Then you can use what I'm teaching and really start your own business with it if you want. So yeah, I'm just going to show you all the behind the scenes of that audiobook. Slightly related but different, I am going to make an Alexa skill. So some people know that voice is taken over, and uh, when I say voice, I mean there are many things people say, "Hey Siri," or they say, "Hello Google." And then the phone hears you and Google Home answers. Uh, Amazon also has the Amazon Echo and you say, hey, Alexa. And it's the same thing. Voice is controlling uh, what you're saying and what you're doing. So since that is a thing, I'm going to make an Alexa skill. So the skill will go something like this. You say, hey, Alexa, um, give me business advice from Nathan Alote, right? And when you say that, a new fact is going to be played to you automatically. I'm going to give you advice on maybe a quick summary of a podcast episode, maybe a certain business principle. uh, Maybe it's going to be motivational or inspirational content to encourage you to reach your goals. It's going to be a whole bunch of things. So I'm going to make an Alexa skill, and I'm also going to chronicle that process and show you everything that I'm doing. Another goal I have for 2018 also is I'm going to make a pricing course. There are already courses out there that talk about pricing. However, they're missing certain elements. They either oversimplify the process or when they talk about pricing in different things, they they just miss certain things that I've observed in my experience as a freelance creative. And the another reason I'm making this course is when I did all the public speaking opportunities, people just wanted to know about pricing. So I see a lot of creatives still wrestle with pricing and based on the things that i've learned based on the things that i've studied you know based on the research that i've done there's a lot there uh, that is left to be desired and i just want to fill that gap and answer those questions for any creatives that are wrestling or have an issue with pricing so i just want to be there for you so i'll be working on that course as well so those are a few of my goals going forward thank you for watching hold me accountable make sure i do those things and what are your goals? I definitely wanna hear what it is that you have to say. Um, Feel free to, if you're watching this on YouTube, leave a comment below. Uh, If you're even watching this on Facebook, leave a comment because if you state your goal publicly, now you have public accountability to reach that goal. And I don't mind replying to you say, hey, it's been three months, where are you at with that goal? So what is your goal? You know, Leave a comment below, let me know, or feel free to reach out to me on social media or anything like that. Get in contact with me. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, doesn't matter. Get in contact with me. I'd love to hear what your goals are and to help keep you accountable. Again, thank you for checking out this goal review. I greatly appreciate it. Um, as always, feel free to reach out to me and I will catch you in the next episode. Like I said, a lot more content this time around. So when I say next episode, it really should be next episodes. So I will catch you in the next one. See ya.